Hey, this is your host, Nandi, with the Codename Sister Podcast. Y'all know what? This might be therapy. I actually thought about naming my podcast that this might be therapy. Because I tell you, sometimes I come on here and I don't know what everybody else gets from my podcast. I mean, I haven't been around that long. It's still pretty new. I'm still trying to find my groove in some aspects. But sometimes... The topics I cover, I go back and I listen to them on another day and I realize how therapeutic they are for me to release. And I say to myself, then this might be therapy. You know, if a podcast could be therapy, when we look at the mental health system, a lot of times our needs are not um, really fleshed out as far as, you know, mental health assistant goes for blacks. And I don't know if there's anywhere where there is a mental health system set up that really takes into account our peculiar needs as a people, considering the trauma of our existence, especially here in these Americas. So sometimes I think listening to other people and knowing that you're not the only one that has been through something, it helps. Uh, You know, I know that there are times that I've seen something written or, or heard something spoken and it resonates with me. And it's like, yeah, I know that story. Of course, I don't want to be that one to go into like the comments or something and like, yeah, you know, I've been through the same thing, you know, and hijack somebody else's healing moment. But it helps to know that some of the things that we go through, there are other people facing those same things and they have found ways to overcome them, you know. And that's why today I'm just going to lead right on into what I want to talk about. And the first thing I'm going to say before I say anything else is sisters. It is important that whether, no matter the relationship you have, if you're in a relationship with someone, it is important that you have certain things with your name on it, okay? And one of those main things is a bank account. I know of a sister recently who was kicked out of the house by her husband. Not only did he kick her out, but he kicked out their children too, uh, a two-year-old and a nine-year-old. Now, I'm not going to go into what type of person would do that because we already know that that's a trash person. Anybody who's going to throw his children out That's a trash person. So we don't even have to cover that part right there. But what I want to cover is if you know that you're in a relationship where your partner has been less than stellar, their behavior has been less than stellar, they have been verbally, physically abusive, you don't put all your eggs in their basket. You have to have a basket for yourself. And that means that you have to ensure that you have certain things like a bank account, 
and not just a bank account, but a bank account with something in it. You might want to have investments. That's always good to have. Even if you're not, say, going to invest in like uh, directly in like stocks and stuff like, you know, stocks. And, and I was about to say stuff, but I'm trying not to say stuff no more. So y'all excuse me for doing that right there. But even if you're not going to directly invest in, say, stocks, you might want to invest in like mutual funds, ETFs if you want to spread your risk when it comes to stocks. So that way you've got a variety of stocks in there because you never want to even just like you don't want to put all your eggs in his basket. If you're going to buy stocks, you don't want to put all your money in one stock. You know, you want to spread that risk out. But suffice that to say, my point is that you want to have that. Because if things were to change, and especially if a person, like I said, is already showing certain signs, that means anything can happen. You know, sometimes we think that we, oh, I know that per even despite what they're doing, I know them well. You don't. You don't know a person that well. We never know a person that well. So we have to think of ways that we'll be okay regardless of what happens. And like I said, and when you know that you're in an abusive relationship, you have to start planning. You have to make some plans so that if things go crazy, you're okay. That you are not, not everything is not an emergency now. Okay. So a bank account is important. Having finances in that account is important. And when I say a bank account, I mean a bank account that has your name on it, not a joint account. Because in a joint account, that person can clean out the whole account and you won't have anything left. So you want an account that has your name. Now it's okay to put somebody as a, you know, as a right of survivorship on the account. So like say if you're you become deceased, then that money automatically becomes the property of somebody else. That's fine. But the account itself, you want it so that only you can show up to that bank and make a withdrawal at the counter. And the reason you want to be able to do that is because often, too often, I've seen sisters displaced from their homes, especially those with young children, and they don't have anywhere to turn to. And it's usually, like I said, some type of emergency situation. It's not easy to get emergency housing that's safe. I mean, there are shelters, but those have drawbacks. And that's even more traumatizing. The children are already a lot of times being traumatized in, in relationships like that, in abusive relationships. And it's even more traumatizing to suddenly be thrown into the chaos of a shelter. So the more you can plan the better off you'll be when it comes time to make that exit, whether it's voluntary or involuntary. And I'm all for the voluntary exits. When you can get out, get out. And again, this is not telling you what to do. When I say get out, I'm just saying that when the opportunity presents itself, because life has a way of doing that to you. When it's time for you to go from somewhere all these things interact in a way that forces you to do it, whether you want to or not. You know, just like with the sister, 
I was, I was talking about, you know, the verbal and physical abuse had been going on for a while. I mean, this person had actually left her and the child and, and their child at one point and moved in with somebody else. And then when things went bad after about a year, he came back home. So she had lots of signs that this relationship wasn't working. But what we have to do is we can't put blinders on and think that because we lay next to somebody most nights that that person is going to be concerned with our welfare because there are bad people in the world. And I know, again, we don't want to always get started on, you know, the behaviors, but this is more than a behavior thing for these people. Some people just, I mean, it's just, it's a bad spirit. And I don't honestly believe that there's anything that can help them resolve that issue except for death. I think that's about the only thing that resolves it when people are like that, certain people when they're like that, because it's so ingrained in them that it's the only way they know how to operate. These are people who are detached from their emotions. And if they do have like any type of emotional expression, it's usually one of anger and animosity and resentment and bitterness because those I think the, the emotions of anger and stuff are a lot easier to tap into than those of love and compassion, you know, and, and, and respect for other people. So when you're coming up as a child and you're not, you're missing a lot of the developmental stages, it's a lot, what do you see from children like that? They act out a lot because it's a lot easier for them to act out than it is for them to have empathy, you know, and, and sympathy. And I do believe to a, a great degree that empathy, and I used to think it wasn't, but I believe that we learn forms of empathy as we grow and that it is important to our development that we see it because if we don't see it, it's a lot harder for us to model it, you know? So some, to some degree, it's a learned behavior. And so maybe all of us have a propensity to grow up as psychopaths, but because of some type of uh, empathetic intervention, we don't. Now there could be some that just period because due to some type of chemical imbalance or, or whatever, or genetic distortion or whatever, they are just period, just born that way. But sociopaths are made, you know, narcissists, are made, but everybody is not a narcissist. Everybody's not a sociopath. Some people may display narcissistic traits or sociopathic traits, but that doesn't mean that that's the truth. That's the essence of who those people are. But in America, you know, we like to give people labels because I think it helps. It makes it easier to digest the fact that they're treating us like shit. But what I want to do is just like, Pull the rug from under that. Let everybody know the emperor don't have no clothes on. The emperor is nude. Hey, emperor, you are nude. I see you. I see your little wee-wee swinging in the breeze. Because 
despite the medical terminology and stuff that we throw at these situations, some of these people are just bad people. And your happiness actually makes them upset. They don't like you being happy. You know, I've come from a relationship where I was asked all the time, what's so funny? Why are you always laughing? Laugh now, cry later. You know, today I'm still laughing and I'm glad that I have, despite what happened in that relationship, I'm still able to laugh. I've got peace here. You know, I've, I've found me again. You know, I had to go looking for her and get her back because she was getting old and tired and uh, all, all her energy, all the life was being sucked out of her. She couldn't even smile right no more. Her smile had went crooked. So when we involve ourselves with people like that, when we realize that we've made that mistake, we have to start planning our exit strategy. So when you've got somebody who's treating you like that or you feel that in your gut that something is just not right, you need to be preparing yourself. And a matter of fact, you need to prepare even if you don't feel that way because anything can happen. And in America, when things happen, we don't have a lot of agencies and, 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 and people waiting to help us out. You know, a lot of times you may find yourself on your own, you know, of course, you may have some family and you may have friends. People with family and friends are blessed people. But even sometimes when you have those people, they may be afraid to let you come and stay with them. Especially if the relationship you had with somebody was volatile, where it could become violent. Because those people could end up getting hurt in the process. You know, so when you, even when you leave in a person like that, it can be, sometimes it can be dangerous for you to go and say, well, I'm going to go stay with my mama or my aunt or something like that, because you can inadvertently bring danger to their doors. You know, so my advice to somebody a lot of times is when you leave an abusive relationship and your mama or whoever live in the same city, don't go to their house. You know, it, that's why it's important to put money away. That's why it's important to have investments. So that way, if you need to start over in a new city, you can do that. A new state, you can do that. And sometimes that's the best thing you can do. It gives you a clean slate. And I know people are like, well, I can't afford to do that. Whatever you put your mind to, you're going to achieve. So if you're not putting your mind to much, ain't much going to come from it. But when you put your mind to something... There's all kinds of things that you really can do. You just got to believe that you can do it. So make sure that you're putting away for your future. Start looking at your life in terms of where do I want, where do I see myself five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. You have to plan your future. Because if you don't, if you're just living every day, because every day is your, is, your, is your past, current, and future all rolled into one. Every minute, that, every second that I'm talking, I'm, e I'm basically eating the future. It's now becoming my past. You know, every second that goes by. Five minutes from now is the future. But them five minutes, as I'm talking, I've already gotten to less than five minutes here you know, four, and then it's going to move to three. And then I'm going to be eating those five minutes that I was, that I was talking about. 
So that's the term. That's what we have to, we can't be short-sighted in our life. We can't just be going day by day, year by year. You know, oh, I'm going to get my money right. Wait till I get my money right. You know, we have to start now, you know, start small and work your way as you can. I've come up on people who put away $20 a week and they have more money in their account than somebody making $200,000 a year. You know, because not only did they put the money in an account, they learned how to start investing their money. So ladies, y'all get out here. You know, black women, we've always made a way out of no way. We are the original uh, uh, ways out of no ways of the world. So when you see relationships going bad, or even if you haven't seen the signs of one going bad, prepare anyway. Always come prepared. That's, that's my motto. And that's all I got for y'all this evening. Okay. So go ahead, open that bank account. Make your first deposits into it. Look into uh, stocks. Look into real, uh, real estate. Anything you look into, look at it in terms of how can it provide me with passive income? Or how can it provide me with something that gives me the ability to have passive income? And that's not being materialistic. That's not being a gold digger unless it's G-O-A-L. You know, but... That's preparing for the future. That's looking outward, you know, instead of just living in the moment. Sure, okay, you're broke today. But do you have to be broke tomorrow? No, you don't. And if you're in a relationship that could go south at any time, you can't afford to be broke. You don't want to be out in the street. And right now, it's about to get cold. So you damn sure don't want to be out in the streets. And if you got children, not only do you not want to be out in the streets, but you don't want to have to go live on your relatives and stuff. And then all of y'all are piled up in one house and then they start acting funny with you. So then you got to find somewhere else to go. And I know I said I was about to end, but I had to put that part out there because that happens. And then you have other relatives, they well-meaning, but they just can't take you in. You know, they, they just not willing to give up their peace at that time. And I mean, we can't be mad at them. I mean, they know what they can and can't do. I would rather somebody tell me not to come than I go and stay at their house and they just treat me like shit. Because then you start thinking, well, hell, I could have stayed where I was. You know, at least that shit, I, you know, I knew what was going to happen and they were forthcoming with it. You know, they didn't hide it. You know, people didn't go behind my back making little remarks and doing different things. And, and you know, so prepare yourself, ladies. Always be prepared. Don't, don't, don't leave yourself to other people, uh, to the whims of other people. And we better than this. And we have been known for being planners and we've known for, we've been known for being, uh, pe women, you know, people who were forward thinking when it came to what we need to, uh, you know, accomplish and accumulate. So let's go out there and do it. This is Nandi. I'm about to hang this up. Oh, before I do, don't forget, like, subscribe, rate, and review Codename Sister Podcast. You can find us on most popular platforms, podcast platforms, that is, like Apple, Google, Stitcher, Podchaser, Spotify, and a host of others. Thank y'all for being here with me this evening. You've just listened to the Codename Sister Podcast with Nandi.